It is Thursday, February 29th. Today, Google caves under industry pressure and lets marketers more finely control their ad campaigns. Money is flowing back into ad tech. TikTok pulls even more music off their app. And marketers worry that AI is taking their jobs. I'm Todd Maffin. That's ahead today in digital marketing. Ever since Google rolled out Pmax and started working on artificial intelligence, it seems like they keep taking away transparency, not letting us see into that black box. Well, surprise! Google Ads is now giving us more transparency and control over a really important part of their media buying platform. And with me to give you the lowdown, our Google Ads correspondent, Jill Saskin-Gales. Jill spent six years at Google and today runs Inside Google Ads, a fantastic Google Ads training program. Hello, Jill. Hello there. So we are talking about the Search Partners Network here, which up until the last six months, eight months or so, we hadn't really heard a lot about. Can you give us a refresher? What are Search Partners? Search Partners are other websites that have an on-site search powered by Google. So think of like a news website. You go to your favorite newspaper's website. You're searching for an article. The results come up. There might be some ads there. So that would be search partner placements. And that search is powered by Google. You can think of it like AdSense is how uh, you can run display ads on your website to monetize. So this is like AdSense for search ads. Right. So we see these on other websites. And I guess they're kind of like a They've got a backdoor to Google. It sort of acts as like a a white-labeled search engine for that website. Exactly. Rather than having your own search algorithms or using whatever your website platform comes with, you can have on-site search powered by Google. And with that, make some money by allowing Google to place search ads there. So is this like actually real transparency, Google's kind of version of it? (laughs) What are we getting here? It is real transparency. I give Google credit. So right now, you may be running ads on search partners if you have a search campaign or a performance max campaign. With a search campaign, you can opt out of search partners if you want to. With a performance max campaign, you can't because performance max is all inventory. So the change that's happening now is that Google has never publicly released what sites are part of that search partner network. You never got any insight into where those ads are running, just, you know, impressions, clicks, cost if it was in a search campaign and no information if it was in Pmax. And so the change now is you're going to start to have a placement report for where those search partner ads are showing. So you'll see exactly which websites you're potentially showing search ads on. And that is brand new across Google's products. That is very interesting. Why do you think they made that change? The change came from industry pressure. There's this uh, firm, Analytics, that kept releasing these very negative reports about Google. And while I agree with Google's stance that a lot of these reports are misleading and not terribly accurate, people were incensed. They're like, why are we paying for this thing with absolutely no insight? Like even with uh, display placements or video placements in Pmax, you can at least see what websites or what YouTube channels your ads are showing on. That's never been available for search. And I think In my opinion, Google got away with that for far too long. So it's a welcome change. Now you can see exactly where your ads are showing, regardless of whether it's a search display or video ad. So if I were to try to translate this to the meta platform, or meta has audience network where those ads are display ads, and they usually appear at the bottom of, you know, crappy uh, mobile games. So would this be getting a list of, I guess, those underperforming mobile games? Is that a, a fair comparison? 
It's kind of like that. So Google's similar product to the audience network would be the display network. Uh, and right now you can't get all the way down to like clicks, cost, conversion, et cetera. It's just impression level reporting. So you'll know how many impressions you served on display, on video, and now on search as well on various websites, apps, and channels. So you don't know how different ones performs. You can imagine how certain advertisers would drive themselves crazy trying to over-optimize that, but you can at least know, are you showing ads there? And so if you're an advertiser who's concerned about showing ads in certain places, not only can you now see if you're showing ads there, but you can exclude and ensure in the future you don't show ads there. So that is also new. In the past, you could have placement exclusions saying, I don't want to show ads in these apps or I don't want to show ads on these websites. But that would only apply to kind of display video and app placements. It would not apply to search partners. So you could end have ended up showing ads on a website that you wanted to exclude because it was part of the search partner network. And so now that gap is going to be fixed in the next couple of days. And if you do exclude something at the account level, it will also be excluded for search partners, at least for Pmax. Google hasn't explicitly confirmed if this will apply if you're running on search partners through a search campaign. Uh, I'm sure that will become clarified in the next couple of days, but at least on the performance max side, those exclusions will apply as well. Oh, so we would we be able to just like use it like a block list? Exactly. And so the way you do that in Google Ads, you go to tools. It's a section they recently renamed. It's called content suitability. And then if you scroll down to the advanced settings and open the hidden menu, uh, there's a place for uh, placement exclusions. So you can exclude certain websites, certain apps, and certain YouTube channels at the account level. And as of a couple of days from now, that will exclude across all inventory, whether it's search partners, display network, or video network. Let me ask you this. If you were running a campaign for a client in Google Ads, would you take advantage of this? Would you micromanage and, you know, look at that report and see which websites are bad for whatever brand safety reasons and like individually pull ones and block ones? Like, would you be at that level of, of control? I personally wouldn't. I've seen, you know, when I worked at Google, we worked with very large advertisers who were concerned about a lot of this stuff. At the time I was there um, around the 2020 election, it was a lot of political concerns and breaking news concerns and things advertisers didn't want to show on. Uh, and so in that circumstance, you can block whole topics rather than going to this placement level. So you can say, you know what, I just don't want to serve on breaking news or I don't want to serve on anything that has to do with religion or politics or whatever. And then there's also certain ways ways to let Google know like how brand sensitive you are. That would be my language, not Google's language. So there are other more scalable ways to address this. Uh, but if you're working with, you know, a marquee brand client who is really, really concerned that they may have that stray ad showing somewhere they don't want it to, then either you're lucky to have this functionality now, or I'm sorry, you have this functionality now that you can actually start to guarantee that. Right. It's good news, isn't it? I mean, you know, in the past, we've seen Google, especially with Performance Max, kind of remove all control away. And now it looks like this and some a couple of previous announcements in the last couple of months. It looks like they're giving a little bit of control back to advertisers. They are. I will give Google credit for that in this, you know, generative AI assets and Pmax and just give us your money and we'll take care of it for you. Um, there have been some new features like this recently that are providing a bit more control and transparency, whether it's this brand restrictions, brand exclusions. Uh, so let's see if that trend continues or not. Time will tell. Indeed. Jill, thank you. Thank you.
Jill Saskin-Gales is our Google Ads correspondent. She's here every second Wednesday. You can learn more about her Google Ads training program at our affiliate link, which is b.link slash GA training. And you can watch our full unedited interview. There's a link to it in today's newsletter, which you can sign up to for free by tapping the link in the show notes or going to todayindigital.com slash newsletter. After a quiet couple of years, the ad tech sector is buzzing again with early stage investments and the promise of big mergers and acquisitions later in the year. Well, it's too soon to call it a surge. The recent flurry of investment activity marks a big shift from the cautious approach seen last year, particularly in AI and connected TV technologies. Vibe.co, for instance, a French startup positioning itself as the Google Ads of streaming, recently secured $22 million in a funding round. Vibe wants to be a one-stop connected TV platform for all small and medium-sized enterprise marketers. This week also saw TV Scientific announce a $9 million investment, and ad tech veteran Michael Rubenstein launched a $6 million funding round for his new AI venture. Industry insiders anticipate a steady stream of mergers and acquisitions in the latter half of this year, driven by private equity firms and larger marketing groups looking to expand through acquisitions. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. NerdWallet's trusted financial journalists use fact-based reporting for some much-needed clarity in the finance world, helping you make smarter decisions with your money. If you like the format of this podcast, you will love theirs. It's packed with information, but it's brief. Last week, they had a great rundown on car prices, not just the numbers, but why car prices moved, how weather affects that market. It was super interesting. They also cover things like boosting your credit score, putting money away for retirement, saving on travel, and so on. So yeah, listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. TikTok is hitting a sour note as it starts to remove even more songs from its platform. The move is part of an ongoing feud with the Universal Music Group over music rights, affecting not just UMG-signed artists, but others who are just linked to the label. TikTok this week announced on its website it is removing tracks written or co-written by UMG songwriters. This decision comes after talks between TikTok and UMG fell through, leading to the removal of big hits by Taylor Swift, Drake, Olivia Rodrigo, and others earlier this year. UMG accused TikTok of pushing for an unfair deal, particularly around AI-generated music and proper compensation for artists. His tussle has silenced many TikTok videos that featured UMG songs, leaving creators scrambling for alternatives. But meanwhile, artists like Harry Styles, who aren't signed by UMG but have publishing deals with the label, are now also being caught in the crossfire. As TikTok users feel the pinch, YouTube is making its move, wooing short-form video creators with a new feature that lets them remix music videos, including those from UMG's catalog. We 
reported earlier on TikTok's plans to make any post shoppable using its ability to identify products in a video and linking to a product page, it appears this is now rolling out. Quoting Social Media Today, quote, Some users are now seeing a new toggle within the video upload flow that enables them to switch on identify similar objects, which, when activated, will then identify objects in your video via TikTok's object identification AI and highlight potential product matches that you can purchase in the app. As with virtually all of TikTok's functions, it's already active in Doyen, the Chinese version of the app, and has been for years, providing more ways for users to find and buy products in-stream, which is now the major moneymaker for Doyen. The app drove more than $270 billion in direct product sales in 2023, rising 60% year-over-year. And it's that success that's now driving the strategy at TikTok, where parent company ByteDance is hoping to replicate its evolution with Western consumers. A staggering 87% of marketers are worried about losing their jobs to technology, according to a fresh report from Gartner. And the concern is not without merit as a quarter of marketing leaders are eyeing staff cuts this year due to the rise of generative AI. The report also highlights a heavy MarTech load with 61% of marketers grappling with tech or process changes in the last year. On a brighter note, generative AI could be a balm for workplace burnout. According to the report, marketers deeply involved with the tech are 30% less prone to burnout and 40% less likely to jump ship in the coming year. A Gartner executive urged chief marketing officers to prioritize talent development and change management. The report draws on surveys from more than 1,800 marketing and business executives. We have a link to it in today's email newsletter, a link to which you will find in today's show notes. YouTube is expanding access to its new video editing mobile app, which it calls Create, It's designed specifically for shorts creation. Now, users in Argentina, Australia, Brazil, Canada, Finland, Hong Kong, Ireland, the Netherlands, New Zealand, Spain, Taiwan, Thailand, and Turkey should have access to it. Quoting social media today, quote, Originally announced at its Made On showcase event in September last year, YouTube Create is a free video editing tool which provides access to a range of functions that make it easier to make more complex video clips including audio cleanup, which removes background noises, auto captions available in English, Hindi, and Spanish, filters, effects, and transitions, access to royalty-free songs, and direct publishing to YouTube, including both shorts and long-form content. It's basically YouTube's version of CapCut, providing a broader toolkit of creation tools to customize and maximize your videos, unquote. And perhaps a snub to its smartphone rival, YouTube's Create app is currently not available on any Apple devices. So yes, I'm back from the holiday. My wife and I had a nice uh, holiday for a week in a very sunny place. And I learned something about suntan lotion. It turns out there is a big difference between regular suntan lotion and kids' suntan lotion. The resort we were staying at had... uh, kids version which was like half the price of the adult version and when we were buying it this the clerk even said are you sure you want this this is the kids version and i i looked at the you know the tube and it's like it was at 50 spf like the adult version was and it was half the price why wouldn't i well 
Let me tell you, <laughs> there's a reason. It turns out the kids version doesn't really like blend into the skin as well. It doesn't absorb into the skin. Maybe it has more zinc or something. And um, so we looked like we had just put like the first coat of clown makeup <laughs> on our face. Uh, it looks pretty goofy. I mean, it, it does absorb after like a half an hour or so, but um, you really got to rub it in. And so uh, lesson learned. <laughs> anyway, thanks for listening. We'll be back tomorrow. Nice buns, soft, fluffy, and ultra low net carbs. Discover Hero Bread, the delicious ultra low net carb bread with incredible taste and texture. Hero Bread has zero grams of sugar and is under 100 calories per serving. Plus, high in fiber with 5 to 10 grams of protein per serving. Order from Hero.co now and get 10% off your first purchase with promo code AH10. That's 10% off with code AH10. H-E-R-O dot C-O.